Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Business Podcast. It is great to have you back with us. If you've been with us uh, for a while, then you'll know that we are on our last episode for the year today. This is episode number 95. Uh, We are getting so close to that 100 episode mark. I can't wait to hit it. If you're new here, then it's great to have you join us as we challenge the status quo, bands about life and about what it means for individuals and organizations to really approach the future with an expansive mind. My name is Eric Kruger. I'm one half of the Expansive Podcast. And with me today, as always, as for the past <laughs> 95 episodes, is my ever-elegant co-host, Mr. John oh, Sonne. John, What's brother, happening? How what's happening? You? How's it going, everybody? Great to be here, getting close to that 100 mark. You never thought that this would be happening when we first started recording this podcast. And, you know, consistency is the name of the game no here. Worries. And it's been a fantastic journey so far. Thank you for all the listeners for joining us so far. Uh, what an exciting 2021 it's been and here we go into closing it off again and here we are at another end of year event, uh, podcast my god can you believe it if you if you don't know yet um this is the last episode that we are recording for the year however we are not going to be leaving you high and dry even though we're switching off the mics for a bit uh, we're going to be replaying our top five most downloaded episodes for the year uh, during december and into jan Uh, We're taking a little bit of a break from the podcast so we can come back uh, strong and recharged in 2022. And uh, we're going to kick off the the new year with an episode that's always, uh, I I guess, one of the most downloaded, which is our word for the year. Uh, Have you been thinking about that already? Like, is that is there something in the back of your mind that like might be like this is going to be my word? Don't, no, don't no, no I haven't yet. landed like, on it yet, okay. so I don't actually know what it is yet. But okay. it's def- yes, I, I have been thinking about it, definitely. You, have you? Actually, this morning, okay. for the first okay. time, uh, when I started going through yes, the past yes. year. Yeah, so I think it's only like clicked for me today, to be honest. So we release a new episode every week. Um, like I said, during December, you can still catch them. So we would love for you to, describe, uh, to subscribe, to follow us on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, and whatever is your favorite podcast player, you will be able to find us there. So today, before we get into the topic, um, our topic for today is 2021. Looking back, the the did list, uh, reflecting on what has been, what went well, what didn't go well. And to be honest, I'm really excited for this episode. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to share, like what was uh, highlights for you, etc., so before we get into that, there are obviously like some news, and I think the only thing to really talk about today, what feels like the most pressing and relevant, is that there's a new variant on the SA shores. I don't have to cry to laugh. I don't know if that's a cry or so, a laugh anyway by myself. Like I heard about it last night and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Look, uh, we knew that there was going to be a mutation, a fourth spike, uh, and here it is. Um, I was reading that the reason it comes from South mm. Africa is that there's a uh, the AIDS epidemic has weakened the immune system of many people in South Africa. And so the mutation happens easier with weaker immunities. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sad case. Uh, and the, the fortunate thing is we have summer here, not winter. So we're not in the European sort of states, even though Europe also some countries are going back into some level of lockdown and shutdown. So look, everybody who ever spoke about this always spoke spoke about four spikes. And let's remember that the third spike, mm. nobody closed borders. There was, there was a minimal border closure. So 
I'm hoping for the best because as I've been in Dubai recently, it's it's really just busy. Everybody's doing PCR tests everywhere. In Holland, friends of mine were in Holland recently and there's PCR tests on the streets everywhere for free. So I think it's just about managing it, uh, being careful around it. But I think we've realized that it's really tough closing borders. It's really tough closing economies. It's, it's hurting yeah. people a lot. And so we have now understood ways to manage it. And so I think it's, yes, it's, it's a bit of a hit, mm. but I think more so than anything else, it's uh, just for us to become a little bit more focused on managing it and, and having the test done and uh, engaging with people more carefully. What are your thoughts on it? It, it? It's a weird time of the year that in that it's not winter, so that's good. But at the same time, it's, it's like December. It's December. December. So party, everyone wants to go party, and party, party. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's why we thought like December, you'd probably see some spikes because people are going to get together. Um, and at least from what I've seen, people are a lot yeah. more relaxed yeah. around each other these days, you know, which is natural, I guess. But of course, what that means is that it increases the chances of these things spreading. And then the more lax you become, the more the infections increase. And then the more they increase, the more we get like locked up again. And then the more we get uh, lo- let out of lockdown, the more we relax. And then yeah. like it just becomes yeah. this like cycle that, that continues down. But what I realized as well is that you know, I'm writing the leadership manual for, for next year. It's coming out sort of mid-Jan. And initially, I thought 2022 is going to be this amazing breakout year, maybe. Like, maybe there's, like, some hope that, you know, 2020 was, like, the crushing year. 2021 was the stabilizing year. 2022 is going to be the year of, like, yes, like, out of it, let's go. But it's actually just, it's the year of, like, truly starting to coexist in a world that is just incredibly disruptive all the time. And you might have another wave. You might have another wave. <laughs> like, who knows, you know? So 2022 is the year to just learn to coexist with chaos. Well said. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I saw on yes. Instagram the, yeah. the, re, the great recalibration uh, is the name of your manual, right? Yeah, I like, I mm. like that term. And I think that, that, yeah, yeah. that idea to recalibrate as quickly as possible is really flexibility. It's adaptability. It's agility is to actually become okay mm. and, and, and not actually become okay, to look at it as a skill to say, well, how do I, how quickly can I recalibrate? Mm. And yeah, that's very, very different to the way our brains like to operate. And it's almost like developing new software for our brains and just reality is forcing it upon us. You know, every time you think, I mean, look, remember 2020 was the idea that 20, 2020 was going to be the biggest year for all of us. And you know, we had to be adaptable with that. And 2021 yeah. was like, okay, we're going to be fine now. And then again, we're still in lockdowns in some places. So yeah, this is what it is. This is where we are. But uh, let's start reflecting back because it hasn't been all bad. And it's funny that, you know, um, you came up with yeah. this theme uh, because I, when I was flying to Durban a couple of weeks ago, I just took my phone out and I've been working on feeling envious um i've been telling you this in private and we haven't really spoken about it and it's funny because every time i mention it to anybody they have a bit of a giggle because we all suffer from a level of envy and a level of jealousy it's just it's human right and Mm. and uh, so i've been working on that with uh, a numerologist and a healer around my lineage and my perspective around envy and the, the antidote to envy is gratitude, uh, is celebration, is celebrating mm. others, being grateful for what you have so that you're not, you don't have the time to be envious. They're almost like opposing energies, right? So with this going on in the background for me and it being a theme for me to be working on, 
I took my phone out on the plane and I just started writing so many things that I could be grateful for for this year. And so I have gone through this exercise just recently, not too far back. And so when you made the decision, when you made the, when you made the, the suggestion for this being the theme, I thought to myself, well, yeah, that's, that's a really great thing. And, and, and I've kind of done it anyway. And uh, I think it's, it's a really good thing for us to unpack and to share and to get people to also think about their did lists. Mm. So we're going to go through four different categories, right? So um, what went well for the year? What didn't go well for the year? What was like a real highlight from the year? or highlights, and then how did you live into your word of the year? Because I think that brings us full circle. Since the first episode was word of the year, how did that actually play out? Because we're also trying to convince more and more people to engage in this practice um, actively every year. So I think it's good to rev- to revise how it went. So where do you like to start? Um, should we start with what didn't go well, and then from there we can just focus on all the highlights and the, what went well and word of the year. Where do you feel like, where do you feel like going from here? I can't remember my word of the year. What 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 was my word of the year? I can't remember it now all of a sudden. What was it? Yeah, well, it's not a good, good sign at all. That's not no, convincing that's people that. We spoke about it so much all of a sudden. I remember yours was uh, uh, focused attention or what? A calm attention. What was it? Relaxed, relaxed, relaxed concentration. concentration. You see, and I remember yours, but you don't remember mine. This shows mm. a lot about this friendship. I don't know what's going on. Well, what's it's, going on here, Derek? <laughs> well, let, let's let's get moving, and then I'm sure it'll pop up for us as Jeez, we start speaking about. I can't it. remember it by the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, yeah. Um, I just got a blank. I don't know why. Okay, good. All right, let's go. So let's start with what didn't go well, because I think let's get that out of the way, and then we can focus on all the 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 better parts of the year. So what didn't go well for you this year, apart from not being able to remember your word of the year? Wow. I mean, it's such a big question. And it's something that I obviously I don't focus on. And I, I don't think about what didn't go well. I, I, I guess, you know, the thing is with not things not going well, it, for me, it's how quickly can I turn that into a positive? How quickly can I learn from it? How quickly can I engage with a healer, a coach or something that can give me some insights into into that? I think... Okay, I'll tell you what didn't go well for me. I hit a massive slump after doing the Ironman in July. And July, August, September Mm. in Cape Town are dark months. Um, The sun comes up very late, goes down very early. And I took an affinity to cake. And I just started eating a lot of cake over that period of time. And uh, I love cake. And uh, Woolworths has some amazing cakes. And Woolworths is 250 meters from me. And I have money. That combination is very dangerous when you're going through a little bit of a, a slump. Yeah. <laughs> and you have Uber Eats where you can order Krispy Kremes. Uh, they can be with you in 35 minutes. So, um, yeah, I think my slump, what didn't go well for me was, and I heard about this post race slump that you have after an Ironman. And you know, you always think about it and think, nah, not me. I mean, I'll be fine. Jeez, did I hit a slump, man. It must've been a two month slump Mm. where I just couldn't get myself out of it, you know? And uh, I couldn't meditate. I wasn't meditating. I was eating rubbish. I wasn't exercising. It was cold. It was dark. I was was almost like, didn't want to get out of bed. And, and 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 it's weird to think about it and talk about it because I don't think I really have spoken about it openly because I don't know, when you go through those little, like, 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 I don't know, there's, there's depressions or bouts of sort of low energy, especially being doing what we do. Uh, it's not something you speak about often. So, yes, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a dark time, both uh, mm. literally and figuratively for me. Um, so, and, I've been work, and I've been working since mm. then to try and lose all that cake from my gut. But it's going well. It's going well. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and subsequently you also you stopped doing um, uh, triathletes yes. or like triathlons altogether you are just focusing on health and like sustaining that right yes yes i've given up not given up i've just thought you know what i don't think it's for me i think that it was fun i did it and uh, a box ticked and uh, let me just uh, just make sure that everybody you see this this is the medal if you see it on screen i'm tapping the mic right now the medal uh, so i've got the medal that, that's all that matters so yeah and i'm done just i've got a personal trainer now and i'm eating well so that's what it is what's yours listen i, I want to commend you though because it was uh, it was a formidable feat to uh, to accomplish because I mean, I saw you go through the the hell of training for the triathlon, the um, reconfiguring yeah, of yeah, your yeah. diet. You know, like there was, there was a lot involved in it and a, a lot of hard work. So yeah, very well done for setting that goal and seeing it through. Thank you. Uh, so thank you so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. What well, didn't go well for me? Look, I, I think personally, I found that 2021 was a more challenging year in business than 2020. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for some reason it felt like 2020 we had this like destruction this imminent destruction and and rapid destruction of of the future that we thought we would have and then there was a reaction to that that you know we kicked into gear we were running think weeks and master classes well let me just speak for myself like i was running think week it was going well like building into organizations we were doing international talks together it felt like there was a lot happening because people needed to figure things out and and you know there was the energy to to um, to find solutions at the time. Then it felt like 2021 was just more of a slump year. Like we kind of got out of the reactivity and like it was just like in the dip, like in the mm. in the slog of things, you know. And and I just personally felt that the year didn't accelerate the way mm. I thought it would mm. in my own business. I'm probably going to end the year more or less at the same revenue mark mm. than I did in 2020. Uh, and obviously, I wanted mm. growth for the year, so like. In a way, like that feels to me like it didn't mm. go as well as it could. I mean, you could also say that, oh, well, like it went well enough yes, that you're hitting yes, the same yes. revenue mark as before. So I get that it can go both ways. But I just, I didn't feel like the year had the energy that I was hoping it would have coming off of 2020. Uh, but I can also see why that would be the case. And then the other thing that didn't go well is that, you know, we had this like intense harassment thing that happened yes. with us earlier in the year. And it's also something that I haven't really spoken about Maybe we'll do an episode about it Cyber in twenty twenty-two. Uh, but it was a, yeah, it was a, it was an intensely like stressful period. Um, even till today, like there's still like PTSD. You know, on I've it. been letting it yeah, go, but PTSD from it. Yeah. You you still have those yeah. little triggers, you know. Yeah, and I was just showing you beforehand. So um, like on screen now, you guys can't see, but I have these little Yubi keys because like I'm just more and more aware of my like cybersecurity. And I want to make sure that I do everything I can that I'm covered mm. at any base. Like, I don't want my social media being hacked or my emails being hacked. I don't know how often you get it, but I frequently get stuff like someone from Ukraine tried to log into your Instagram mm. account or like someone from the US accessed your Facebook account. And they can't get in because there's two-factor authentication. But even that can actually be like hacked. Like they, they hacked mm. Jack Dorsey, mm. the CEO of Twitter. They hacked his two-factor authentication. Um, so yeah, so I'm, you know, out of out of uh, stressful things and challenges, always comes a lot of growth, and I think what it's done for me has made me a lot more aware of just cybersecurity in general, and I recommend everyone go get these little keys for themselves. So so that's what didn't go well for me in the year. Let's talk about what did go well. So kick us off with that, like without like necessarily like the highlights of it, like what just was like good about the year for you? I. I think the, the, the overarching idea is 
my deep gratitude for being financially okay to see out another year of just like like you said you know the year didn't really boom um in our careers and so for me just having the financial stability to be okay with it not rocking like it did and then also making a commitment to learning crypto and exposing myself to decentralized organizations more and more i think those two things really have given me such solace in one i don't have to stress uh, like i have for many years in my life about money and then the second thing is learning a new financial system and also always being adverse to learning numbers you know i was with run last night for dinner and he was saying to me it seems as though you came late into crypto and you always on top of trends and i said you know run i knew about i knew the crypto trend i'm scared of numbers i was scared of numbers it's because not it's not the way my brain works and so when it came to financial situation, that newness, I was like, shit, this is not the way my mm. brain works. And so now I have to learn numbers. And so I made that commitment to myself. And, I, and I'm really like proud of the fact that I've made that commitment. I've now, I've got trading platforms. I've got cold storage. I understand it. I'm trying to help set up a school with banter. So I'm really getting involved with it and enjoying the process, you know, and in, this, and in that same space, not having to stress about, you know, um, paying rent and, and, and food and travel and, and that sort of stuff. So those two things in broad terms, making a commitment to learning something mm. new actively and not having to stress, I think are very, very pertinent to being okay with so much change. Because the first thing is you don't want to panic. And the second thing is how adaptable are you to new information? And so those two um, pockets for me are what I'd like to think about as the positives from 2021. Mm. I actually resonate with what you say about the, the numbers side of crypto. And when I was listening to when we were speaking offline about it, like you found a way that now works for yeah. you, you know, where like it, it still gets to play to your strengths, but it's not. And I think that's what people need to consider with all these new avenues and new technologies is like, like, how do you still bring your own strengths to that yes. instead of just like being overwhelmed by it? Yes, exactly. Well said. Well said. Because there are ways you can be in crypto where you are all about the numbers. And you also can be in crypto where yeah. you're just on the broad idea of understanding it in a better way, you know? And uh, that's kind of, that's kind of yeah, what that's I've done it. is I've gone broad. I don't have to go detailed because that's just not the way my brain works, you know? So um, what went well for me this year, um, I think the first thing is this podcast has gone well, right? Like we've, uh, we are another year of being very consistent what do you mean uh, oh. you know what oh you know what you know it's so funny you know what's so funny because I felt bad that I didn't bring it up you know like you know like if you speak to like your, your, your spouse and you're like okay darling like you know how's everything going she's like oh my highlight's been this, this relationship and you've just gone through your top five things and the relationship wasn't anywhere near the top five and you're like oh shit I um Yes, you're right. Actually, the podcast as well. So that's why I said it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Signs. Yeah, signs of the relationship. Yeah, the relationship. So. Shit, that's funny. Yeah, no, listen. So, I mean, I think it went very well. We were very consistent again for the year. Um, we've had like broad, broad range of conversations. I think we've been, it's been a, a stable year for the podcast as well. Like last year, we were quite a bit in flux trying lots of different things which was good but this year has been quite stable like we've been slowly thinking about what does the next iteration of podcast look like 
uh, without rushing to anything. And we've just, I think we've, we've fine tuned the process. We've become much better at the process. Uh, we brought uh, Gideon and Disrupt X on board, which outsourced a lot of the, the other things that we need to deal with. So I think it's just been a, a more professional setup. So that's been good for me. Um, what also went well is that my book is now very close to completion, which has taken a long time, but it's like I'm in a good space with the book. Uh, it's close yes. to being done, so it should be out yes. in 2022. Finally. Congrats. Um, yes. And then, you know, I'm also I'm very happy with the progression of my business, counter to what I was saying a bit earlier, just in how it's evolved. Like, so like, let's say revenue is one thing to decide how the business has evolved this year and how my brand has evolved with it. I'm, I'm quite happy with that too. Um, I was doing a breakdown of my business and it's amazing how big a portion of my business this year, like actually like 70 to 80% are just learning experiences, you know, where before yeah. it would have been mostly speaking and coaching learning experiences now take up yeah. the majority of the work that I do, um, yeah. which is actually yeah, and, perfect. And like, I, I've yeah, really come to yeah. like it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think that's, those are the things that kind of went well for me this year. Um, and then highlights, let's talk about your highlights. Um, I think traveling, you know, I, I think the biggest highlight was to mm. go to Italy, uh, Latvia, Lithuania, back to Dubai, just coming back from Dubai. The highlights are always for me being exposed to new people, new experiences, new communities, learning, adding value, uh, and just like feeding off new people's energy and uh, i was recently at a dinner um on the 55th floor of the astoria building in dubai i mean only these things only really happen in dubai so and we get in there and there's people from france from brazil from libya from morocco from yemen sure. from you name it lebanon all sorts of people right and all of a sudden they pull out some musical instruments and they start jamming but i'm saying it was mind-blowing these people were so talented and they were just on 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 a whim started singing songs they've never practiced they didn't even know each other and watching this and seeing the creativity and feeding off that energy and there was just so much love and so much joy and it was just sitting in dubai on at a friend's apartment and they just popped up and i and i thought you know this is really mm. what traveling is all about is really exposing yourself to different types of humans different type of experiences and so being on stage again internationally working with the Abu Dhabi government which is always a wonderful thing um, and just and just really just like experiencing some new magic and the audiences are very very reactive because they've also been suffering from lack of engagement in the public sort of space you know so I think um, travel and live audiences have been my highlights without a doubt uh, sorry mm. and this podcast mm. and this podcast have been <laughs> Good recovery. Good recovery. The podcast. And we learn. And um, <laughs> going in front of a live audience. Oh my God. I need help. I need help. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. <laughs> so, uh, so, on my side, I think I, I have to put number one as um, getting married. Like, I think that is, uh, it's good for my health to put it as number one, but it also is uh, definitely the highlight for me of the year. It ended up being a lot, uh, well, far removed from the ideal situation of getting married. We got married at home, like in the backyard, but it was also in its own way special. And uh, we had the two pups with us, 
they were the best men on the day so like it was it was good and uh that would be that the the biggest highlight for me then also the fact that we're getting to move to cape town like that feels like a a very significant highlight it's uh i think it's part of the the entire transition that we are going through right and like this is just the next evolution the next step and then one other highlight is you know i often like kind of find myself thinking how weird is it that companies trust us with all this um information that we share and all the people that we get access to across the world right and it's a big responsibility to bear that you are going into organization you are speaking to 500 600 people at a time and you are sharing these ideas with them and that's going to have a a big impact on the company down the line because you are influencing people in certain ways and i'm often like i can't believe people trust me to come and do this kind of work um and it's always like when i think back of it it's actually like every engagement is a highlight in that way that you are fortunate enough to come and share research and insights and stories in that I way i never thought of that actually now that you bring it up it's like we we helping organizations restructure themselves rethink how they come across change their sort of perspective on what they're doing and how they're doing it and yeah that is a huge responsibility actually thanks i didn't even i didn't even think yeah. that. maybe i should take this more seriously is what you're trying to say no i'm kidding uh, yeah yeah perhaps, perhaps i need to perhaps. um <laughs> yeah, you're right. Eh? It's like it's restructuring. Yeah, that's wow. That's so interesting. That is such a great highlight to think about is that to be grateful for having that opportunity to go in there. And also, look, the other thing is, I, I suppose you have had some formal training, but not really in keynotes and research. Nobody trains you on that. I mean, you, you're, you've got a, mm-hmm. you I mean, your master's in coaching, but when it comes to this research, I've got zero qualifications. All of it is self-taught. And I suppose, you know, the thing is, Eric, I think it makes sense what we speak about and, and it lands in a, in a, in a process that you, it, there's not a discussion about it. It's like, look, this is what's going on. This is how we need to deal with it. This is what I'm doing, trying to deal with the same issues that we're all having. We're all mm. in the same boat together, you know, and, and these are the things that I've picked up. And often, like, even with the Abu Dhabi government, they were, they were saying to me, so how do we prepare our teams for the future? Like, what are the things that we need to do? And the answer is so simple. It's like I dedicated an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon to listen to lectures for the future. There's actually there's actually nothing else. There's like what else are you going to do to prepare for the future? There's no magic formula. The magic formula is expose yourself as often as possible to information that makes your head hurt so that you can express yourself in a different way, be exposed in a different way. And, and it's quite simple. But then to make the leap from a know-it-all to a learning organization or a know-it-all person to a learning person. That's the leap that we all need to be taking, you know? And so, yeah, it is a great responsibility, but uh, I guess we just do it in our stride without realizing it. I couldn't imagine doing anything else, to be honest. That just makes so much sense. So lucky yeah. us that we get to do this. Yeah, lucky us. I think that, I think I just to wrap up the, this, this podcast is, you know, um, to create a did list. What did we achieve? Uh, what were the highlights? What parts of what we did this year do we want to bring over into next year? And just to spend some time being grateful for the ups, the downs, and to realize that all of us are alive watching this world change at such a rapid pace. And of course, it's not easy, but giving us ourselves the opportunity to flex, flex this new muscle, flex this new experience, flex this new opportunity to reinvent, recalibrate, rethink, 
And it's just, it's an, it's both daunting and exciting. It's both scary and just so much opportunity. So that this, it's, it's, it's a two, it's a two pronged approach and it makes it even more important for us to keep our focus clear. Uh, have you, have you remembered your, your word for the year? I cannot believe. Oh, this will come back to you. Well, I reinvention, man. Reinvention. There we go. Of course, reinvention. There we go. I do have my word for next year. It's just dawned on me. I do have my word for next year. <laughs> reinvention. No, no, no. I, no, it's re- re- remembrance. Yeah, remembrance is my word for next year. <laughs> memory. Memory is my word for next year. No, reinvention. Memory. And um, yes, have I stuck to it? What's your, your, have you stuck to yours? You have actually. You have actually stuck to yours. You know, what I realized is um, my word was never a, a live into like every single day kind of, kind of a word. Like it wasn't like a permanent yeah. state to be in. It was more of a callback. Like they were, this is a, the journey of an entrepreneur. And we had this conversation many times in the past year that, you know, like you get to these points where you're like, like, is someone going to book me like ever again for a keynote? You know, is there, like, are we going to have work? Like, is my business going to grow and survive? And then in those moments, like, you just need to sit back, breathe, and, like, just trust the process yeah, and yeah, do yeah. the work, right? And so relaxed concentration was that for me. It was like, okay, it's not necessarily where you think it should be or where you want it to be, but just come back to focus and just do the work, just breathe through it. And then inevitably, like, literally like a day later or a week later, yes, like, things yes. just come flooding in again, and you're like, like I yeah. can't keep up, you know? that's what it, what it became for me was like more of a a fallback into it kind of a word than a, like this is the driving word for the year i think that you used to stress a lot more and i've seen you stress a lot less you you are a lot calmer in many yeah. ways so congratulations because i've seen i've witnessed mm. that and i think as far as mine goes i definitely am right now again i'm, I'm reinventing again uh, my whole website my offerings also just getting involved more with crypto and decentralized organizations. Um, so yes, in a constant process of reinvention. Uh, and I look forward to talking about my word for next year. Now, now that I've realized I do have one and mm. uh, I, I, I know it exactly because a lot of my um, passwords have changed. You know, I always change my passwords with my word of the year. So, and always obviously add many other things to them. So whoever's listening to this, don't go try and break into my bank accounts. I was going to say. But my passwords are always like linked with different dates and different ideas around it. But it's a reminder for me to keep rethinking about that word, you know. You can tell me about it offline. Yes. John, I I think that brings us to the end of the year for podcasting dude it's been uh, it's been a hell of a journey again it's been great uh, even though you didn't list it in your your top five it's still um it, it was, i still really enjoyed it and i think that uh, many Look, people found it, a lot of value in it it's obvious that one of us enjoyed it more than the other but we won't be pointing any fingers here it's it's yeah. always a very sad affair of a state yes. when that happens <laughs> oh that's so embarrassing yeah, no, it's been fantastic, Eric. It's really great. Thank you to everybody that listens to our podcast. You know, while I'm traveling, people say to me they listen to the podcast and it's always such a surprise, such a delight. So thank you for everybody for joining us on the journey. There are so many podcasts out there. We like to keep them short, sharp and to the point. And I think you guys appreciate that. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for all the messages. Thank you for all the, 
you know, thank you for just being involved with us and building this community with us. And we've got some great plans for next year and we're looking forward to sharing them with you to build more community, to add more value. And uh, we look forward to connecting in 2022. That's it. Until then, until 2022, be well. Ciao.